Welcome back to the Landco podcast. We're back at it with another property review. This time we're chatting about 154 acres for sale in Fulton County. And if you've been with us a while, you kind of remember this format of these, these property reviews. They're a little different now. Uh, what we used to do was we'd chat about the property, talk about everything it had to offer, kind of our thoughts on it, who'd be a good fit for it. And then we would move into the value, kind of like what we thought the value should be placed at in relationship to what it was priced at. And we ran into a little resistance from local brokers on that second part of that. So, um, which, you know, internally we, we fought that a little bit because, um, you know, honestly, that's not entirely our problem. Like our commitment is to bring value to our clients, but um, we work with these other brokers all the time. So we decided to kind of pull the plug on that and, and kind of uh, regroup. And so here we are, um, we're doing them again. The format's the same except for the second part. So what we're gonna do here is chat about this property, um, I'll tell you what I think about it, all the features it has, and who we think would be a good fit for the property. We still have done the valuations internally. I'm just not going to chat about that publicly with everybody. So if you're uh, looking for a property or want to know more about this um, in terms of like what we think the value is, you'll just have to get, um, get in touch with us personally. We may end up doing some podcasts that are only available to our um our exclusive clients, but for now, we're just gonna leave that off. And if you wanna know where we think the value of this property is, just get in touch any way you want, text, call, email, anything, and we'll, we'll chat through it with you. Um, so let's dive in. Um, the property, I know it pretty decently, I've been on it several times. Um, it is 154 acres just east of Canton. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're, if you're familiar with the area in Fulton County, if you're coming up, uh, let's see, Route 9 from Banner, it's gonna be on the south side as soon as you get up, pretty much as soon as you get up to the top of the hill. So it is directly north of um, Soco Lake. So that's the location. So let's dive in here. Um, I have it pulled up on my iPad, so uh, let me draw in the lines here. So these property lines, well, this is gonna be a little tricky. How do I get back? Okay, obviously these are just, um, appropriate and if you're just listening to this on like apple podcast uh which is fine it'll make it'll make sense some of these images we're talking about if you want to kind of like follow along even better or want more detailed information hop onto our website landco.com and we're going through kind of images as we do these so this is about the property lines this yellow line that i drew in and so as you can see it's mostly tillable and water which is a cool property i mean it is not a deer hunting property and I'd be shocked if there was a deer on there but uh, so this property is gonna suit someone that's looking for fishing waterfowl and want some income on the property which is you know I love properties like that they're great um, the only downside I'm gonna start with the negatives negatives on this property because really there's there's not a ton um, right down the middle here is um, those high lines so there is some high lines going through the property which on smaller properties, I think it's probably more of an issue um, because the the geese, the waterfowl don't like them. Um, luckily, here, it's big enough that like either side, there's plenty of room for them to land on. So it is a drawback in our mind. Um, but if you buy the whole property or a big enough chunk of this, then it's not, you know, at least in our mind, it's not a huge deal. Visually, if you just don't like the way they look, which is totally some people, I get it. Um, you know, I would just move on from this property because they go right through the middle of it. But 
in terms of hunting, it, it affects it a little bit, but it's big enough that you're going to, you know, you're going to have your opportunity to shoot ducks and geese here. So um, that is the drawback. Um, going through some of the cool things of this property. So they say it's 90. Again, I should have said this. This is listed by uh, Wagner, Don Wagner with Land Guys. Um, I know Don well. Most of the stuff I assume is true um, or as accurate as he can get. So uh, he, he has it at 90 acres tillable, but he also has on there that um, you could farm up to another 25 additional acres with a little work. You know, I think that that work probably entails a little grading of the property to get ruts out and then probably some disking and, and you're home free. That is, that's probably accurate. I remember, you know, so this property is part of the old Soco ground. It was auctioned off. I don't, I lose track of time, probably 10, 12 years ago. But immediately after um, that owner had it, he put it into tillable and, and I think it was for sale back then for a while. And I want to say they, they advertised it as like 120 acres tillable. So I think that number is probably fairly, fairly accurate um, with just a little work. So, you know, you're talking uh, 115, you know, over two thirds tillable, which if you're looking for a property that'll float itself, or at least, you know, um, provide some good income to help pay for the property, this is certainly it. Um, the entrance or the access is good and like, um, I think kind of cool because this, your entrance, you know, it has road frontage on, on Route 9. You're probably not going to come in off 9. This There's a huge ditch in this area on the north side. So it's doable. Um, I don't know why you would in this circumstance because you can just head south on Cemetery Road. And there is more traffic back there than I would have expected. We just developed this property on the other side of the road here. Um, so I've been back there quite a bit. But um, it's a dead-end road right into Hitchcock's property. So the only people back there are... Or the only people that should be back there are, you know, both sides of the road here, the people going to the cemetery here and people going back to Hitchcock's property. So there is some people going back there to kind of snoop around more than you would like, but the traffic is pretty minimal. The road's good. Uh, so access is good. You can get into the property. I think a few spots, one here, one down in the middle, uh, and then I believe you can get into it from the south side as well. So access is good. These lakes, uh, they're they're cool. I mean, they're your standard strip mine lakes. They're not the high bank lakes. So there's not those, not that there's anything good or bad about either, but they're not the the strip mine lakes that are like, you know, straight down, like if it'd be a goat to walk down there. They're 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 good looking lakes. Uh, I believe they connected these two. I think you could I believe they put a culvert in so you could drive over it. So you could put a little fish guard in there to keep, if you want a different fish in both lakes, you know, uh, you could certainly do that. Uh, this one back here, I believe is a little shallower, but I'm not positive. Um, but there's plenty of fishing out there. If you want fishing, I mean, that's, you're, you're not going to be short on fishing. There's, I always think it's kind of cool. You know, having one big lake is, is certainly awesome, but having two or three is, has its advantages because you can kind of stock different things in different lakes. So it gives you a, the opportunity to fish for different species. I know you can do that in one lake, but it seems to be a little easier when you have multiple bodies of water. So fishing is going to be good. I don't know what's in there. Um, from my experience, all these lakes out here are fairly similar, which means they're going to be bass, crappie, bluegill, 
you know, people will tell you that there's muskie in there, but like, I think that was 20 years ago and there's probably not, unless they stock them specifically. Um, they're probably a little overpopulated with bass because that's just what happens out here. But all that is good news. I'm not saying that in like a negative light. That is good. Those are, that's a good spot to, a good spot to start. And you can kind of take that in any direction. So the fishing out there, I'm sure is good in terms of waterfowl. Um, if you back out and look at this other image I have, you know, the location is here. It's a bad color. Hold on. This property is right here. Okay. So you see, you're only, you know, I don't know what that is. Five, six miles from uh, the river. You're only a mile or so from the north side of Soco Lake. And, you know, six or eight miles from the, um, the south side of that cooling lake. That's, you know, it's not a cooling lake anymore, but uh, the big part of that lake that stays open. I mean, it's, it's shut down, but that lake is still, you know, who knows? There's, you hear all sorts of numbers, but um, by all accounts, it's 150 feet plus deep. So like that's going to stay open most of the waterfowl season, if not all of it, you know, regardless every year. So um, location is good. You also get all these, um, you know, strip mine prop, strip mine lakes there down into here. Hold all those birds. We have um, developed stuff in this area with a lot of luck. So the location is really good. Uh, it does. I say all that to say that like, there's going to be birds in the area right now. It is only set up to hunt those birds. And like, I, I don't know if they have a field pit, but I know they have some pits on the lakes, um, which is great. I mean, you could, there's power all along here. So you can tap into the power and run power and have an ice eater. There's no flooded food. Um, as it sits and in our experience in this area you need flooded food if you're cons if you're going to want to consistently do good with the ducks so um it's doable though like i haven't been out there and surveyed exactly where that could go you're sort of limited because of the power lines like you're going to want it to be on the far west or far east side of the property which i'm sure there's spots um you know so you're going to have to sink if you're wanting to buy it for and you want the duck hunting specifically to be good you're going to have to spend a few bucks to get a, a wetland in there with food. But again, all the, the things that you have to have in place to build those, they're there. Like you have water to pump out of, you have power close by, you have, you know, sloping, kind of gently sloping terrain. So I believe all this stuff is there needed to build those wetlands. I just haven't gone out and surveyed them to let, you know, to know exactly how big they'd be, how much they'd cost. But, um, if you're interested in the property and you want us to go check that out, we certainly can. So, but my instincts are saying you could certainly do that and it would increase the, you know, waterfowl hunting on this place, you know, a ton. So that's it. Everything is there. I mean, you're sitting there at, uh, let's just ballpark a hundred acres tillable. I think they said 205 bucks an acre cash rent, which is like probably a touch on the high side, but it's doable. So you're looking at somewhere in the 20 grand ballpark income. They're asking 920 grand. So, you know, at full asking price, you're over 2% return, which is pretty good. And um, trying to think if I missed anything. Again, we're not going to talk about value. Um, if you want it, if you're curious about what we think about the value of it, um, just get in touch, you know, text, phone, email, any of that stuff. But one other thing to think about on this property is they will divide it. Um, I, I've seen two or three different maps. My guess is that as long as it makes sense to like 
sell the rest of it, like it doesn't hurt the rest of the, the value of the rest of the property, then they're open to that. So, you know, if this is 154, if you want 80 or 100, then certainly give this property a little attention because they're open to those, um, those ideas on how to split the property. So there's lakes on both sides, so you could get a lake on either side of the property. So there's, there's a bunch of options when it comes to, um, to dividing it. So that is it for this um, property. Uh, if you have any specific questions, let us know. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. listening. And uh, I know there's a few extra properties that hit the market soon. And we have a few more coming up shortly, so we'll, we'll do some more of these um, property reviews uh, as soon as we can. So thanks for listening.